It's your boy Turned the Mic with the Very Important Podcast, and I'm here with my pops today. We're having words with pops on this lovely Easter Sunday. What's up, pops? Hey, what's going on? Hey, let's get to it. Twenty-six and forty. I mean, yeah, Matthew twenty-six, verse forty through forty-one. And so this is when, um, before Jesus was, was crucified, he was um, in the garden and he was praying because you know, what was about to happen. So he had his disciples there with him. He asked them to pray with him, you know, for an hour. And who is that? Who Jesus is who? was talking to his disciples. I believe it was was Peter. No, it's Peter. I think it's yeah to Peter. He was talking to Peter, and he said when he came back to his disciples, he found them sound asleep, and he said to Peter. Can you stick it out with me a single hour? Stay alert, be in prayer, so you don't wander or wander into temptation without even knowing you're you're in danger. There's a part of you that is eager, ready for anything in God, but there's another part that is as lazy as an old dog sleeping by the fire. And so, just the next part I wrote was just kind of like my thoughts on the the scripture after I read it. And then I just was just saying like prayer to keep you focused or keep you alert mm-hmm. on the things happening around you. Um, whether it be in the spiritual realm, like the things that God is doing or just naturally things happening around you. Right. And then, you know, as it relates to God, you know, although we could be eager, because Peter, you know, he was eager. You know, um, Peter was the one Jesus said, you know, one of y'all go deny me. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, it ain't me. Mm-hmm. You know, you might ride or die. Yeah. Because you know? he was the one that cut off ears and stuff. Yeah. So Peter, you know, he was. He was a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, he, he is telling people, Peter, hey, man, can you just stay and pray with me? He was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got you, Lord. He fell asleep. <laughs> and it was more than once that he fell asleep. He just couldn't hang. He couldn't, although he was, you know, he gung-ho and he didn't want to cut off ears and fight. And, you know, he was, like I say, he was riding out for Jesus. But yeah. when, it, when it came down to it, although he was allowed to talk, you know, mm-hmm. spiritually, he, he, he wasn't ready to, to keep up. Like I put it in my notes, he was eager to do the things of God, but his flesh wasn't ready to to keep up with the demands. Because mm. the flesh is like, you you sleepy. Go to sleep. You going to sleep, you know what I'm saying? And so we can get like that when it comes down to doing things, for, doing things for God, you know. We motivated, you know, in the beginning. Then after a while, we're like, oh, man. It's still a race. He's still in, still in the race, you know what I'm saying? And then even, you can look at it naturally, like the things that you try to do for yourself. You're like, oh, I got this plan, I want to do this. And sometimes we can get tired, you know, mm-hmm. along the way. We're like, man, 
Right. And then we we give up on give up on things. But um, Galatians six and nine like says, "Be not weary in well doing; you reap if you faint not." So that means keep going, keep pressing forward, because you'll reap the reward, the benefit, or whatever it is you know that your your goal is. Mm -hmm. You reap that goal. You receive whatever the reward is for attaining that goal. Then I just kind of read back a couple of chapters um, in Galatians um, before Paul got to be not weary of well doing your reap if you fail not. Um, it said the Galatian church had become fickle to the things of God because someone had started preaching another gospel. So someone had, because the Galatians, they, Paul came in and taught them the word of God. Mm -hmm. At first they was doing idols and, you know, they had all this other kind of stuff that they were into. So now they've been taught the word of God and somebody come behind them like, nah, then they start trying to incorporate old stuff that they used to do into it. And then, so Paul was there, he was trying to, you know, reestablish order and how to, you know, remind them of the things of God, the thing of God, the things of God and the benefits mm -hmm. of following and serving God. And so he said, don't, and don't get weary, you know, while you're doing the work of God. Yeah. Because it, the, there's benefits to um to you continuing on in this race and uh let's see and then i put like you know still today we can't get weary or push our own agendas you know uh, when we're doing the work of the lord and then what made me think of that because you look at now everybody on the internet you know preaching the gospel praying and all that you still even in that yes that's good but you you don't want to get to the point where you're pushing your own agenda Mm -hmm. Or you just trying to be on the internet, or you trying to get a whole bunch of views. You know what I'm saying? Right. But just ensure that your your motive stays pure. Mm -hmm. What's the real reason why you doing it? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people they'll start they'll start off with a pure motive. Then they be like, oh man, I got more followers than I do members in my church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or you know, just different little things that puff you up and make you think you are that because you got a thousand followers now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you lose focus on the real mission, what it is God wants you to do in this time, because it's, it's something that God wants us to do in this time, just like I was saying in the video that I did that you recorded for me with the choir. Oh, yeah. This is not happening just to be happening. Right. You no, know, God didn't cause the pandemic, but God will use the pandemic. And so he'll use the pandemic to cause us to draw closer to him. But if we lose focus on that, we'll go from drawing closer to him to promoting our own you know, agenda. Promoting our own agenda, whether that's what, like worry or, or I don't know. Cause like I feel like a lot of things weary, get yeah, you, yeah. Then your prayer turn into worry, mm -hmm. and you stop praying. When you're looking at the circumstance, or you're looking at the news, or you're looking at what everybody else is saying on social media. Right. I said that's another thing. And then in there, what did it say about faint, faint night, mm -hmm. and just perseverance through. Oh no! What you what it said? It was something in there about like timing. Like if you you know getting caught up in your own thing and then mm -hmm. your own works, and then you like uh, it's almost like you you expect a certain timing, but you know God's timing mm -hmm. is like the perfect timing, and that's one thing you know I just been realizing too is that you know a lot of things that you know, I want maybe I'm just not ready for you know, mm -hmm. and that's kind of just right there, yeah. guys. You know, Peter was excited, eager to, you know, fight, fight for God, you know, mm -hmm. 
take people's ears off and do all these other radical things. But then when the test, you know what I mean, when it was really come, he wasn't really there. He wasn't ready. And then you think about it, I feel, he wasn't ready. But I feel like if Peter, you know what I mean, just thinking about it, it was like, like y'all always tell me and Tamir and Malik growing up just like, you know, warning come before destruction. Mm-hmm. And that was before he denied denied mm-hmm. Jesus, right? So yeah. in there, I feel like that's probably, you know, what, that was what God was hinting at. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you need to get on your knees right now and pray yeah. because the, the temptation, the child that's about to come up, you know, you have no idea. You you know I me mean? because he really didn't he didn't think he was going to deny yeah. God. he so didn't think wander into the temptation without even knowing of the danger of the danger because he thought and it, and then it's crazy because the danger was exactly what he said he wouldn't do mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was exactly so it was like you don't even know like the da- what's ahead of you you know you're saying this but you don't know what's ahead of you. Yeah, when the heat was turned up on them, you know, when he faced pressure and, mm-hmm. you know, and came under fire, you know, from the ones that were persecuting the Christians, you know. Right. Like, oh, so what What are you going to do now? You know, are you going to continue to stand for Christ? Right. But no, he didn't. He's like, no, nah, I don't know Jesus. Ooh, I wasn't with him. But he was just, but he was just with him yeah. hours before. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you look at the life of Peter, like you said, sometimes you're not ready for the timing is not right for mm-hmm. you know what God is trying to do, so you got to go through the process, and then when the time is right, God will reveal, and everything will come be unfolded, and you know, and, and go in order as far as the way God wants it to be unfolded in His timing. And if you look at the life of Peter, um, like I said, Peter was one cutting off the ears, he you know, ride or die. No, Lord, I won't deny you. You know, I got your back. Blah blah blah. To oh no. I don't know that man. They said ask three times. They're like, no. They say you can cuss. I don't know. You know, whatever those <laughs> cursings that they use, you know. I, you know, because even like swearing, you know, mm-hmm. I swear I don't know if, you know, that's still like cursing. Right. Um, but then later on in Peter's time, God's timing for Peter, Peter went on to be one of the biggest preachers that they were for, you know, personally. For spreading the gospel, right, and so at that time he was like, "Yeah, I'm ready, you know, I'm ready." Mm-hmm. But really, he wasn't ready. He had to go through some things, and then in God's time, and God had elevated him to be, you know, like I said, a great ambassador for him. It was almost like his situation had to break him down before it could even, like, you know, be gold. Like I was listening to something on the radio. And it was talking about how uh, it's an Asian tradition somewhere where they have pottery that they make vases, and but these vases are you know are whole, but they end up they break them, you know they shatter them, and then they put the pieces together with some type of adhesive, and that adhesive is like used with like gold and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So those pieces after are worth more than a, a whole one that's not been damaged or anything. And I was just thinking, you know, what they were saying was just like, God uses our broke brokenness, mm-hmm. you know, to to bring value to others, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, yeah, it's crazy. You know, you kind of, you know, uh, you're born, you just kind of like, 
you keep getting tipped over and then like little pieces of you get broken off. And then that's just how I feel like God is using, you know, everybody just with their brokenness, just putting them back together mm-hmm. piece by piece, gold adhesive mm-hmm. until it's one big, you know, that big masterpiece that brings value. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? Also, I see it like this. We being the ones tipping ourselves over, you know, mm-hmm. and breaking ourselves to where we don't have to go through all of the, you know, the brokenness to be to be made whole and fill voids if we would just do it the right way first. Mm-hmm. You talked about the, the pottery and then I was reminded of like... Because like with pottery, when you put it together, it has to go, you put it in the fire, mm-hmm. the way it becomes hard and, and sturdy. And then the Bible talks about being tried in the fire. Mm-hmm. You know, that way you, when you come out, you, you'll be solid, you'll be ready. You wow. know? And then I was also looking at um, um, about the um, scripture about us being, about Jesus being the potter. And we be in the clay, so you know that's them molding us and making us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it also talks about coming out as pure gold. Like when you try it in fire, you come out as pure gold. And the thing about gold is, gold is pliable. Mm-hmm. But when it has other elements and stuff like that mixed in it, that's why it's hard. Right. So to get pure gold, you have to put it in the fire. And it'll burn off all those impurities to make it pliable. Again. Right. Yeah. And so then that way you have it in its purest form, a form that you can use it. Mm-hmm. And, and shape it and mold yeah. it into what it's supposed to, yeah. to be. And so that's that's how it is. Well, that's what God God has us on the fire's wheel, so He can shape us and mold us and make us to who He wants us to be. Right. And then like that now that you're saying with the. The Chinese, how they take the pottery and they break it. Then they mix gold in the adhesive and it increases its value. Mm-hmm. And so that's the same thing with us. Got to take our broken pieces and put it back together. And, and then, then probably even with that gold, that gold adhesive makes it stronger. So, you know, after you go through, after you go through, a, a, after you go through, something, you know, and you are put together back with that gold adhesive, you know, usually you have like a, sometimes it's like a callus or you have like a void missing, you know what I mean? And you still have that, that remembrance and that pain and stuff. However, that pain kind of brings back, you know, brings you that strength, you know, that pain that you went through before bring you back, bring you the strength for today to... Yeah, that's a lesson in everything that we go through. But um, if you cause that lesson to beat you down, mm-hmm. then it's going to keep you down. But you have to look, okay, here's the reason why I went through this. What did I learn mm-hmm. from going through this? And that way you you don't repeat the same thing. Or if you headed down that road, you'd be like, okay, I've been through this. I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going down that road. And so you just, like I said, it's a lesson in every lesson. Yeah. You know, and then you have to say, like, the enemy meaning for bad, but God will work it out for your good. Because you'll always you'll come out better if you go through it with God, even though it's a tragic or even though it's a heartache or a headache or whatever. You know, as you go through it, if you go through it with God, you'll come out a lot better than going through it by yourself. Right. And then that way you'll be able to 
to, to get what it is, whatever it is God is trying to show you or teach you or remind you of, you know, going through with him. Yeah. I feel like I be Peter sometimes. <laughs> just ready to go, but then, you know, sometimes it's just like, hey, you know, all of the things, because it's not easy living a, a you know, a life following Christ. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'll be eager, you know, to talk. And I'm not afraid to talk to anybody about Christ. But then it just comes to that application to where you fully apply it to your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, stay praying, you know, stick it to the relationship and, you know, pray. Hey, get up here and pray with me. Like, you can't get God, to, you know, for a couple minutes of your time to pray or sit down. I've been doing better lately. I would say for the past month, but you know that was just something I was dealing with. Just you know, just getting there and being in the discipline to be like, hey, you got twenty, you know, twenty four hours for the whole day. Really, probably like what fourteen for the for the real day mm-hmm. since you up sixteen while you up, and you can't take five minutes. You know what I mean or. You can't get in the car, you don't listen to no music, and, uh, you know, you can't turn on this or, you know, a scripture or turn on some some good good music, you know, that's going to really feed you. So I feel like that's where that lazy dog in me kind of by the fire, just like, okay, I'm feel, you know, I'm good in the presence, you know, knowing that God is watching over me and protecting me, and that's, that's that warm, that warmness of the fire, and then just being like, Instead of just being like, all right, I need to get up, act, you know what I mean? Make sure to, you know, make sure my relationship is good instead of not knowing. And then when things get done, you know what I mean? Said and done, you looking like, uh, it's too late, you know what I mean? Yeah, and some people like put it off to the end of the day. But one thing with me, I noticed like first thing getting into it, making that priority. You know, to get into God's word, spend that time with God. So, like, your day go by a whole lot smoother. Mm-hmm. Or it goes by, like, you know, the time will just go by. Like, oh, man, this was a good day. Mm-hmm. You know, because you took the time to spend with God. And you didn't even know it, but God was just orchestrating everything because you spent time with him in his mm-hmm. word. You, spent, you gave him time. So he took the time to help you navigate through life. All right. Thank you.